0: A, glut a, uh, a clog, glut, a clog, a, a clog, a clog of lawyers. Clog of lawyers. <laughs> I know a clog of lawyers. I should ask somebody mm. in the clog. Oh, a scum of lawyers. Is, is that what
1: it's called? That's what you have? Yahoo answers the saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that makes sense.
0: So uh, today on the podcast, we got a guest, uh, a Johnny, who's joining us. Uh, we had kind of a little brainstorm session about what to talk about, and you know we like to talk about uh, pop culture a lot on our podcast, and uh, we're pretty short on pop culture these days. But one of the things that kind of came to our attention was the movie uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, so I watched Godzilla versus Kong, and Tim's watched Godzilla versus Kong, and uh, we got talking about. How they used Hollow Earth theory. So today, joining us from far away is uh, a Johnny, and he's here to talk to us about uh, some of the flat, sorry, Hollow Earth stuff um, from from uh, Godzilla versus Kong and just Hollow Earth in general. Sorry about the the. I almost threw the flat Earth thing in there. That's not the same.
2: Polar opposites.
0: Polar opposites. That's Polar right. Opposites. <laughs> so. Um, I guess first off, Johnny, we're gonna we're gonna start off with an introduction to you. Are so we found you on on your Facebook page, and uh, we just thought maybe you just give us a little bit of a little bit about yourself and about the Facebook page we found you from.
2: So you know, as you know, my name is Johnny. Regarding my Facebook page, I actually also am the creator of a Facebook group called. It was at first when I created it, it was called Hollow Earth Discovery but I changed the name to just hollow earth and in capital and in, in, in capital letters. And so far I have like around a little bit over 400 members. It's not, it's not much compared to many other groups I've seen that have uh nearly a thousand. I mean, no, around a thousand, 4,000, 7,000, but a lot of those groups been there for a couple of years. But right, right. So that's like, you know, the summary on my Facebook, you know, and what I do on Facebook.
1: So if a group has been around for that long, uh, what I've found is a lot of those members aren't really active. They're not really there. So do you have a lot of do you have some activity going on
2: in your group? Uh in my I actually I do have a lot of posting going on in my group. No, my group only been there for I think since last summer in my time, since uh like maybe for five months. My, my group has been there, but I do have a lot of activity, do, you know, have, you know, a lot of pictures of my group, a lot of people share things, but I wouldn't say it's as active as other groups, other Hollow Earth groups that I'm in. So how, how did you end up getting into Hollow Earth theory? Well, what happened was, well, to start off, I always had a belief in, you know, gods, so like godlike beings, godlike civilizations but I never really pinpointed what it really was. And around last summer, maybe 10 months ago, I was reading a book called The Book of God by someone who I know as Dr. Wesley. And in his book, he describes how gods who once inhabited the face of the earth, there was some type of calamity on the face of the earth. And these gods drilled into the earth
1: Okay, so there there is a lot of legends about uh, more than it's it goes through quite a few different groups, right? Um, all the yeah. way back through uh, like Greek
2: mythology, and then even in uh, Christian mythology about right, right. even even in Nordic, even in Nordic tradition, uh, even in Nordic tradition is is the Hollow Earth. It's some speculations that, as you see in Thor, uh, Asgard is more like a, a Nordic. Way of saying a Gartha. So, Asgard, as guard, as we see in Thor, is really, you know, like a Gartha. You know, like this is a uh, like Nordic interpretation of the Hollow Earth. I, I hadn't heard that connection before. Right. So,
0: generally speaking, I, I mean, uh, we're, I'm not super, super familiar um, with Hollow Earth. I, I just more or less had an understanding that it's a theory that exists out there. And Tim was, I think you were. Very, I don't want to speak for you, but uh, I think you were a little bit uh, aware of it um, out there mm-hmm. in the ether too. Um, so we don't really know a whole lot about it, and we just thought maybe you guys uh, or the, you you could uh, give us a rundown of what the the main the main proponents of it are. What are the main uh, pillars that hold it all up?
2: Okay, i uh, gladly. Well, basically, the Hollow Earth theory. Hence the name is that, you know, the earth is hollow. And the main points of it is that there's a, there's a underground or there's a, there's a civilization inside the earth. Uh, there's an underground, actually I shouldn't say underground, but the main point of it is that there's an advanced civilization living inside the earth. And, and essentially that the earth is, you know, hollow. Some believe that the earth is not hollow. Uh, exactly is more like honeycomb and like they, they have these huge cities and these honeycomb uh, pockets of the earth and we believe uh, human beings. Some, some don't believe they're human beings. Some believe that they're some tall reptilian beings, but most of us generally believe that they're, you know, just highly advanced human beings that made a civilization deep, deep inside the earth. And one of the core things that you'll hear is a central sun. Yeah, it like they they have a central sun down there. They have a sun besides our own, and this is uh, said to was be causing the you know, ori. I can't really pronounce the name, but the ori borealis in the poles, right? And these are the the main components of the hollow earth. It's just uh, a, a a subterranean. Uh, civilization that houses uh, I believe millions if not billions of people who have like technology and knowledge that far uh, surpasses our own on, on earth and that's really and and also d- these people are the 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 authors of flying sources that these flying sources that we've seen are actually from other planets these Sources actually originate inside the earth, just like Admiral Richie Bird. I don't know if you're aware of him, but anytime you research the hollow earth, uh, you're always going to come into the story of Admiral Richie Bird because that's what happened to me. Uh, He's one of the most pronounced men or one of the most pronounced characters in this hollow earth. Uh theory, he he uh was a admiral and he went on an expedition to the north and south pole and over the north pole. He allegedly recorded in his diary of uh, flying into the hollow earth, uh seeing seeing uh mammoth-like creatures, uh and speaking to actually the master or the chief of this hollow earth. Right. And and this is really like one of the biggest topics that you hear about and it was actually also in the movie. In the beginning of the movie they they spoke about, you know, they briefly spoke about Admiral uh Richie Bird. Right. And this is like he's like one of basically the main the main people that you hear about, you know. Uh he he's really like the star of, you know, the the Hollow Earth. Oh, he's he's actually the only scientific person he's the only one like he's the only physical person that you could record that went to the hollow earth and came back to tell about it uh anything else that you know about the hollow earth or agartha is usually like myths and and uh and lore's like from tradition but he's the only one in 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 modern history that's been said to visit the hollow earth okay so agartha is just more or less the
0: widely accepted name for hollow earth
2: Right, right. Agartha, yeah, right. Agartha is uh I can't remember the exact I, I can't I can't remember the language. I don't know if it's Arabic. I can't remember the language, but yeah, uh Agartha is kind of like the name of this civilization, and Shambhala is I believe is an Arabic word. It's said to be the the uh the, the capital, like in, in Texas, you have Texas, as let's say Agartha, and you will have Austin, the capital, as, as Shambhala, right? And Agartha is basically the name of this, of this civilization. Hollow Earth is just saying that the Earth is hollow and it's the name of the theory, but Agartha is said to be the name. Well, actually, I can't. Yeah, Agartha is said to be one of the several names for the, the inner Earth.
1: Yeah, so shambhala that's related to uh Tibet as well, correct? Um, I know that's part of their mythology.
2: Yes, yes, Shambhala is is related to the Tibetan mythology, right? That that, you know, this is the main the main city inside the Hollow Earth. Right. And uh and allegedly these Tibetan monks, they know they have entrances, there's entrances in Tibet uh, tunnels, and they happen to have knowledge of the Hollow Earth. Right. A lot, a lot of this hollow, a lot of the hollow earth theory, uh, it does relate around you know Tibetan monks, but but not only them because the hollow earth theory, I mean, uh, many hollow earth tunnels are also you know in South America, uh, Brazil, South America, I believe is the most prominent and they have the most uh tunnels to the hollow earth in in uh in Brazil. I believe it's the most uh densely populated continent with uh with uh, uh tunnels leading to the hollow earth because right legends say that the Incas and the uh daily llamas, they ventured into the hollow earth, you know, like thousands of years ago. So right, uh, this hollow, this hollow uh Agartha it it, it spans from Asia to the Americas. And not just the the Tibetan monks are largely known or largely related to to this theory, or Brazilians and the Incas are very, uh, you know, a part of this topic as well. So one of the things that I've, um,
0: I I guess I'm picking up on is, is um, there are kind of like multiple entry points we're saying
2: all over the globe. Um, A lot of them concentrated in Brazil. Right, there's multiple, well, Speaking of the topic of entry points, uh, yeah, there's multiple there's multiple entry points. The largest are said to be the North and the South Pole. Uh, in other parts of the world, there's usually, like, tunnels that lead there, but the North and the South Pole are said to have, like, like mile-long holes. Like, I-, I think maybe hundreds of mile-long holes, like, huge, huge holes are said to be in the North and the South Pole. Uh these are supposed to be the most prominent holes, but yeah, like you said, uh there's many, there's many entry points through throughout the world. The Gobi Desert, uh, Tibet, uh, South America. Uh there's there's many caves. Uh the the Kentucky Mammoth Cave is said to have one of the entrances to the Hollow Earth. Uh the uh in Italy under the the Giza Mountains are, is said to be an entrance, right? There's many, many entrances are, are across the globe. The Bermuda, the Bermuda Triangle is allegedly supposed to have an entrance, right? There's many uh, entrances, but what my point is that is, is you know, is also religions and cultures that surround these. And two of the main cultures that surround the Hollow World, or the Inner World, is uh south american cultures and tibetan the tibetan monks okay, okay well, so go, go ahead, ahead tim
1: no, no you, you go ahead no you no you no i know you <laughs> okay well i was gonna switch over to pop cult, pop pop stuff for a second but do you have anything relating to what you just said there
0: no i was kind of gonna go um uh i was just gonna mention that um it's funny that you mentioned kind of uh the the kentucky mountains um I, there was a movie that I was watching and I was thinking about this after we kind of talked to you.
2: Well, well I actually that,
0: said Kentucky, Kentucky mammoth cave. That's oh, actually. Oh, ah, okay. Okay. So there's a, I, I, I don't, I don't know about that one. Um, actually, I was there a couple summers ago. I, it's too bad. I couldn't, uh, I didn't find out about that one. I probably would have gone to visit, um, but there was a movie that I was watching uh, and it took place over. Um, I think it was in the, it was, it was called Descent. And, uh, and, and in that movie, they talked about how there's like a, a, a series of tunnels down there that are so um, vast and um, intertwined with each other that you could actually figure your way, who knows where. And, and I don't know if you've ever seen or heard of that movie, but it kind of that kind of just jumped into my mind when when we started talking to you about all this stuff is how many times that I've seen um, yeah, this this particular thing kind of pop up in some form or another in in pop culture.
2: Right. Right. There there yeah, is is actually a lot of references uh to the Hollow Earth theory in movies and this is like by no mistake the journey when I first got into the Hollow Earth theory the first movie that came across my mind was The Journey to the Center of the Earth. I mean like this had to be this couldn't be coincidental and immediately I watched the the journey to the center of the earth. Right, the journey to the to the center of the earth is uh you know obviously it just like you know just in the name you know it just mm-hmm. in the name journey to the center of the earth. And as as I can't really I don't I I never seen the movie, but in, in so long I seen the recent one. Uh, but that movie. Well, when they got underground, it wasn't as, according to my recollection, the, the, the underground cave systems. It wasn't inhabited by people. They, they haven't found any. They haven't found what we call a gartha. They probably found a, a surrounding cave, but, but right, journey to the center of the earth is what really rung a bell in my mind. You know, once I, once I got into the hollow earth there. I
1: remember reading that book when I was a little, I was probably 12 or 13 when I read that book. The, the, the idea of the theory has been in my head for a long time. And then after I read that, I actually stumbled across uh, Warlord Comics, which is a DC comic. I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've heard of that one, Johnny, Warlord Comics. Oh. You should search it up. It's a DC comic called Warlord. And in the comic, um, we have Vietnam War veteran, Travis Morgan passes through a hole in the earth's crust while flying over the North pole in 1969. And then he landed on the underground world of Scar which is a place, uh, very similar to Edgar Rice Burroughs, uh, Pellucidar, they're saying, uh, Pellucidar was another book series. I never read that one, but, um, of course, all about the center of the earth. So wow, I did, that's... I read quite a few of those comics and, and I really like those ones because you know, it's a, it's a, it's a warlord carrying a sword uh, what's not to like
2: <laughs> right, right right actually i'm actually a big big dc fan so i so there's a there's actually a lot that i mean i actually never heard of that because i'm more into the the main like superman batman mm-hmm. or you know the Watchmen. i'm i really love the Watchmen series but i actually never heard that and i'm going to look into that you know immediately because i actually was on a little quest for you know any hollow Earth movie like when i first got into it i was like looking for anything i just wanted to see a movie hollow Earth related and and since that that one is I'll, I'll definitely look into it i
1: think that one came out in 1975 so that's kind of it's a little bit back there but y- you know you can definitely find it
2: Oh, oh, right, right. Oh, right. And there, there's actually uh, other movies besides uh, King Kong versus Godzilla that deals with the Hollow Earth. Also, Pacific Rim. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. Is it's the people that control the big robots, right? That that movie is actually another is is actually way is it's more like a modern movie i believe like more like 2013 14 yeah
1: i right. i did see
2: that one but i don't remember it very well though yeah but it's like in the movie uh the breach that the monsters came out was in the it was in the deep in the ocean and i'm just now finding today that this that this breach was actually connected to the hollow earth so right these right that's another uh a movie that has the hollow earth. So we got a pretty good idea of what
1: Hollow Earth is uh at least you know a basic entry point to Hollow Earth. So where do we see your community going in the future, I guess?
2: Do you mean my Facebook group or us Hollow Earthers as a whole? Well I guess either both. Um
1: like like is there uh do you guys collect up all this knowledge somewhere?
2: Well that's actually do we collect this knowledge? Well I mean honestly oh uh, we we only we only have search engines you know like google youtube this is the only the only way but i'd like to get to your question where do i see my community in the future well that's actually a very good question that i'd like to answer well being that the hollow earth theory is starting to become part of pop culture i believe that our you know this belief i have a lot more success because due to the movies you know like pacific pacific rim uh not not movies like journey to the center of the earth but things like you know godzilla king kong skull mountain and uh and uh godzilla the king of the monsters but being that king kong versus godzilla was such a big big movie and this You know, and it's about the hollow earth. I believe that this will bring rise, you know, because I I heard people talking about the hollow earth theory that know nothing about it. My friend watched it. He told his friend, this is what a Johnny, you know, used to speak about. It's people that know nothing about the hollow earth. Now they know. And I believe that it's going to come, you know, like to the same level as the flat earth theory. You know, the flat earth theory is more like a theory that, you know, whether you're interested in, in it or not, you know, you you just hear, you just hear about it. The hollow earth theory is more like an underground kind of theory, in my opinion. You know, I, I asked a lot of people, they they really didn't know anything about it. But I yeah, I believe that in the future, you know, it's going to give rise to, you know, more opportunities. Like it's going to be I believe it's going to be more expeditions. There's going to be more questioning. There's going to be more thought on the hollow earth theory because it's it's coming to pop culture. You know, so I I believe that if they keep up with these movies or this, you know, King Kong Godzilla series, it's going to, you know, put in the minds of people, you know, wow, the earth is hollow. Just like many other conspiracies out there, like The End of the World, uh, New World Order, Alien invasions. Like, all those other conspiracies, no one really cared about until they're in the movies. You know, alien invasions. Who cared about an alien invasion until you see Independence Day? You know, no, nobody. And, and I, I think that's what's going to happen to the hollow earth theory. You know, only those select few that just have it in them to want to research it, only they know. But due to these popular, popular movies, now I believe everyone's going to know. And it's going to give us like a lot more ground, you know, to 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 work with, you know, a lot more popularity.
1: I think another thing with that is uh, so in my particular case, I'm a spherical earther, um, but that doesn't fight against your theory.
2: A spherical earther? Yeah, as
1: in I believe in the round earth. I'm a round earther.
2: Oh, round. Oh, round. You know
1: what I mean? And that does not fight against your theory.
2: Oh no, no, no. That, well, no. I no, I wouldn't no no I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. It's the it's the flat earther. Me, I yeah, I, I believe that the that the earth is round. I just believe that in the center is uh is hollow or honeycomb, but you're right. I, I believe in the spherical earth theory as well. If but if you tell a hollow earther that they're gonna say, you know, the earth I mean I mean if you tell a flat earther that they're gonna say uh they, they're going to disagree, but I, I, I totally believe that the earth is, you know, round on the outside. It's just what's, you know, in inside.
1: Yeah. And, and until we have proof, then it's, right. you can't say that it's not true until you have proof.
2: Right, right. We can't, yeah, right. We can't. And even, even for our sides as well, you know, people who believe in the hollow earth, we can't really say, we can't really say that uh, it's not, that, that it is true, you know, because... Because we don't really have sufficient proof we're going by hearsay or uh, maps maps and for those you know on the contrary who don't believe believe it's true you know they don't have uh, sufficient proof as well you know
0: so one of the things when i was searching you out um uh on your facebook group the hollow earth discovery um Someone had mentioned, I can't, and I don't know who posted, but someone was mentioning maybe that there would be like expeditions in the future
2: to either the North or South Poles.
0: Do you know of any plans that anyone's going to be doing anything like that?
2: No, no, I have, I have no, actually me myself. I actually plan to discover what I wanted. I had a plan to try to discover what was on. What was actually at the North Pole, so I did my research. I have some locations I may want to check out, but not really an expedition. What I planned to do was to get my own pilot license and to fly over the North Pole or over the location that I thought the hole or the breach would be, and and uh or or you know pay a pilot, but obviously these are very, very expensive. You know, D, this is a very expensive plan, but I don't really know. I don't know of any expeditions. I, I heard of expeditions in the past that I believe were canceled, but I don't know of any any current, you know, 2020, 2021 planned expeditions. Uh, I I sent I sent a an invite to a group on Facebook that said it was an expedition to see what's really at the North Pole, but I haven't got I haven't gotten accepted but as far as what I know, no, I don't know any, you know, I, I hear a lot of people talking, but I don't know anyone actually planning an expedition. And I, I believe that the reason why, because planning an expedition is is like really hard, you know, because when you're planning, if you're going by yourself or with maybe a group of uh, two, five people, that's one thing. But when you're going with if you want to plan an expedition with like 20, uh, 30 people, you have to pay, you know, for for, for the helicopters. Uh you have to charge for multiple for a helicopter, uh, the food, the resources, you know, to, to get down. You have to pay for people from where they're at to, to to get down there. And this is like expeditions cost tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, you know, oh, it's definitely over ten thousand dollars.
1: I think the, the the last estimate I thought was a minimum of twenty thousand dollars per person, um, when I when I was doing research for this podcast, which is a stiff price. But if you think about it, what what an adventure! Whether or not you found anything to go to the North Pole or the South Pole, alternatively.
2: Right. That 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 truly that I actually was telling my friend that I was, I was I know I was telling my mom that uh, that and my plans to go to the South Pole. Even I mean the North Pole, even if I didn't find it, it's uh, you know, um I, I went to the North Pole, you know, I seen something that most people don't get to see. I seen a, a barren iceland, you know. I flew over the north pole. Most people they can't, they 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 don't they wouldn't be able to do that. I mean, many pilots could afford that, I'm not saying they'll be interested, but right, uh that, that will be, you know, something great to do. But you know, my my biggest goal is you know to find the the entry to 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 middle earth so right and and like you said, it's you know twenty thousand dollar minimum i mean you there's no way you can save that up unless you know your Donald Trump, you know your your Bill gates you can't you can't really accumulate you know it's like you're going to be spending years, maybe ten years you know, to build that kind of money. Yep. So really the only logical, the only logical way to afford an expedition is that you're going to have to create a fundraising. You're yeah. just going to have it.
1: I think I see a, I see a, uh, a crowdfunder in your future there, Johnny.
2: Oh yes. I Yeah. Yeah. I started. A, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I started a, uh, a GoFundMe account and, for I I change, I changed the price so many times. Uh, it was ten thousand. I can't. I don't know the price now. I believe it's uh. I believe it's, it's starting here at ten thousand. But I, I, I didn't I didn't really have any success. I I just made it, and I I put it in the group. I put it in uh in my group, the hollow hollow earth, and I put it in uh one of my friends Buck Bradley. Buck bradley has actually has a story of his own uh yeah, it's a separate topic, but he actually has a story of his own. He has his own group called hollow earth uh research organization i I posted it in there, but I didn't have any success you know for uh i you know i i try i tried so many things I tried changing the caption uh i I tried many things you know to to make it sound more appealing but you know i if I don't know you know if they're going to Who want to donate or not? You know, I may need to find a different way to get people to donate. Maybe use like a different, a different fundraiser. You know what? Why don't we talk about this after the
1: podcast? I have some ideas.
0: Oh, Um, great, great! um, I think this is really fascinating. Like you got uh... you
1: got me totally hooked. Actually, you know, like like you said, so it's been in the pop culture. It's been in my life since I was a little kid. There's there's no time that some sort of center of the earth thing wasn't in the back of my head. Like, I'm not saying that I'm uh, that I'm a full on believer or anything, but I'm I'm saying that as far as theories go, it holds as much water as almost anything. I mean, we if you talk about a black hole or a quasar or whatever thing in outer space, you have as much proof for your belief as they do for their belief in black holes. Maybe more proof. I don't know.
2: Isn't, isn't black holes already proven? Well, not-
1: until you go see one, you you can't prove anything, can you?
0: Well, not nah. nobody's seen one. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just two years ago, actually, almost to the day, we we just got our first uh, picture back of a of a black hole. Yeah, and... so, yeah. They they tell us that that's what it was, but you know, isn't everything like that?
2: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get I get what you you know because we usually just trust the you know the scientists. uh I, I really you know I never really gave it any thought. I just thought you know black holes are real. But right, I mean, you are totally oh, right. I'm
1: sure they, don't, I'm sure they are real, but we don't really, we don't really know.
2: Yeah, we don't really, we haven't physically seen one. though. we, yeah. right? Ryan, you got any other questions? Why don't I just, I just want to say, like, it's, it's
0: kind of fascinating to hear this stuff, um, right, from you, Johnny, and uh, it's good of you to talk to us about it. I was just going to say, uh, I, I was going to try and segue into uh, into talking about the movie. I guess if you guys want to do that.
2: Oh right, I was just about to say that 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 was the last section. I read the text. the The first text was like general questions about myself and the Hollow Earth theory, and the last segment was the movie related one.
0: Yeah, do you guys want to? Do you guys want to get into the movie and just kind of talk about? Uh, I guess maybe before we get into the Hollow Earth aspect of it, what do you think of the movie overall? There's not a whole lot of movies coming out these days, but this one, I don't know. I I had fun watching it. I'm super happy with that movie. I it loved good. it. It was a good time. Well, you...
2: my, I mean, my opinion of the movie. Uh, I, I honestly didn't actually see the whole entire movie. I seen like an hour's worth of the movie, where I believe the main how. Like I know, I, I, know a lot about the movie because I seen a friend who seen it, but me, I only got an hour uh, worth of the movie, and I mean the movie. I, I grew up watching King Kong. I really love godzilla, so i so I told myself you know why not and you know the movie the movie so far was was uh was pretty good yeah it it was pretty good, and I got a lot more attracted to it because you know it centered you know the 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 hollow earth theory
0: so out of all the elements in the movie that that surrounded uh, i guess the the hollow earth part um and we spoil everything on this podcast when it comes to movies so at some point in the movie, they take uh, Kong and they go into Hollow Earth with Kong. Because right, that's, they,
2: in, that's in the beginning. That's, that's yeah. in the, uh, yeah, I remember that part. That's in the first, like the first 20 or 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, and, and he, I guess the mythology within that movie is that, uh, you know, Kong's Kong's uh, giant ape species, they're, they're all down, they all come from Hollow Earth and they take mm-hmm. him down there to see if they can find more, uh, more um, giant apes like him so that yeah, he can really, be kind of at home. Right. Yeah. Um, so you got to see, like, I mean, we got to see like, a, I don't know, if maybe it was half an hour, 40 minutes where it took place inside the hollow earth and you got some really good scenes with Kong there. Um, if you saw all those parts, how, how accurate or, or how, how much of the hollow earth theory did they kind of put into researching all those scenes and how it visually played out to you?
2: Well, actually first, I like to say that the reason why they went to the Hollow Earth, it was actually because of uh, an and an energy source, right? Uh it was actually an energy source that was really strong in the Hollow Earth, and they went there, they, they used Kong as a method on getting into the Hollow Earth. Well, to and to answer your question, uh I believe that. They did, you know, a pretty good depiction, you know, of the Hollow Earth. I believe that they gathered their evidence uh pertaining to the Hollow Earth. They went to they went to Antarctica, which is actually one of the main, the main uh, places. They went into some kind of base. Uh, and they, I think they they went to sub like sub 39, where they found some portal where I think that their facts pertaining to the Hollow Earth was very was was actually very on point but i'm not actually too fond of how the hollow earth looked. it looked like it looked kind of narrow that's not that's mm-hmm. not what i that's not what i really interpreted it to look like uh basically like when we look into the sky we don't we don't see anything we i, I thought i thought the sky from the ground in the hollow earth was going to be so high that it's just going to look you know like normal you know, obviously, you know, you're in the ground, but I didn't think it was like it looks, you know, very narrow. I, I wasn't expecting it to look like that because that's not how it's depicted uh, most times in in, in uh, like the maps. But uh, but right. I, I believe that they did a good job on the movie. But the only thing I kind of disagree with is I just I mean, obviously, I don't believe that the monsters down there, you know, that's all part of the movie. That's that's not that's not part of the Hollow Earth theory, although some do believe that there's huge creatures down there. I mean, honestly, who 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 really knows I mean, down into a place that we know nothing about, there could be, but you know, that's not a part of, you know, that's just King Kong lore, you know, in uh that been segmented into the Hollow Earth theory. But right, that's the only part of it that's really, I don't believe is true. But but uh, I believe that as far as the, the facts and evidence, go, I believe that they have they, they did their fair share of research uh, for the movie.
1: So I, I kind of got the f- same feeling. I didn't like the uh, the depiction of it being narrow, like most of the most of the times I've seen the hollow earth depicted. There was a the sun in the center and uh, and there was a lot of room
2: like as much
1: room as there is on the surface of the earth, almost not quite. And so instead of being a uh, uh, convex, am I I getting this right? Instead of being convex, it was concave or vice versa. So um, the horizon will always be curving towards you because you're standing basically on the underside of what we are standing on. Right. Whereas in that movie, it seemed like it was more flexible than that. And I didn't really understand the layout
2: right 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 that's that's actually what i thought it was going to be like a sun in the center not not like uh not like you know not like a cavern because the way they made it was more like a cavern where gravity like I I, I I i think i understand what you're trying to say you're saying that basically when you go to the other side it's like the gravity switching where you're you're just stand you're standing on the other side right and it's like the sun is in the center that's right that's exactly what i thought it was going to be as well
1: okay so now i want to throw i want to go sideways because i always want to do that um so there was a book in the death gate cycle the death gate cycle number two called elven star this book is a little ways back but it was by margaret weiss and tracy hickman now the reason i bring this book up is because in that particular uh fantasy book the world was rebuilt and the way it was rebuilt is they put the sun in the center and they put all of the earth around it, looking in on it. So you stood on a curving horizon where you could always see the sun and the sun never set. Right. Right. Um, So now in this world, they ran into a problem which you would never anticipate unless you thought it through um, because the sun never goes down. Right. It's always up. So if the sun is always up and the weather is always constant, what do plants do? They just grow and grow and grow. So in this particular book called Elven Star, the, the, the plants grew all the time. Uh, insects never died. They, they never got killed off by seasons, et cetera. And because of this, uh, there was a huge layer of undergrowth on the ground, which meant that you could never actually find rock anymore because it was so covered with vegetation No one even knew what a stone was like if you had actual dirt, you were doing something because you'd have to dig for it. Right. Um, So how does that fit with the hollow earth theory? Because I know if the sun is in the center, there is there weather.
2: Right. According according to my knowledge on the hollow earth theory that the temperature, I believe, I believe researching that the temperature was a steady 75 degrees. It was never too cold and it was never too warm. It was a perfect temperature for a human being, you know, when you go out. I mean, if they're going to create a paradise, why not have paradisical weather, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh right. We, as human beings, we don't, obviously, like, we're all different. We all don't like when it's uh, too cold and we don't really like uh, when it's really too, too high, you know, like uh, 90s hundreds, you know, 80s, 75 for me, that's like perfect weather. I mean, I, I don't feel too cold. I don't feel too warm. And that's said to be, as far as the cloud weather goes, I, I have no idea. I don't believe it rains. As far as the temperature goes, it's a, it's a it's a warm temperature, but not not too warm.
1: So that leads, and if that's the case, so that'll be just like in, in this book by Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman. Uh, the plants will never die and the bugs will never die. And you will get these giant predators because there'll be just so much food. Like things will be too good. Like it will be too easy to live there. And that means there's no reason you won't have giant creatures.
2: Right. Right. So you're saying that it was giant creatures because they was eating too many bugs and it was like well, easy to.
1: It's just, well, not only bugs, but like everything, like it, the more food there is the easier it is the more likely you're going to have you know well one of the reasons we're limited on size is because we just don't have the resources right especially up here in Canada
2: <laughs> oh right 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 so right so right it could have been you know like like an evolution thing like maybe uh through through you know thousands I mean who knows how long the holler been there. Or uh, maybe through thousands, millions, billions, or trillions of years, or uh, there was these creatures that that been here, you know, and they was like 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 you said, the plants grew, and with the plants, there come bugs, and the creatures that eat these bugs, most likely mammals. I'm assuming, like it was, it wasn't uh, it wasn't evenly balanced. Like like it would right, right. It was so easy to uh. To 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 catch prey that they just kept on growing and growing, right? And I mean that, that could be related to the King Kong, you know, the giant monsters, and you know, King Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, it, it could be related to that. It could it could it could really exist that maybe through uh thousands of years of evolution, uh, gorillas or or maybe not gorillas and lizards like Godzilla and not come, but maybe some kind of monsters down there, uh, you know, they were just eating and eating and they just happened to grow size, you know, because it was no competition. Like if, if human beings had unlimited resource of, of food and we didn't have to pay for it and we just kept on eating, I'm pretty sure over time our genetics is just going to grow. We're just going to get thicker. We're just going to get bigger and bigger. And that's possibly what happened to, you know, right. Like, like you said in your book, but I believe that that could be, you know, uh, the, the explanations of, of, you know, King Kong versus Godzilla, but who knows it could have been God just created big monsters. Well, I, well, you, that, that book sounds like very interesting, and it sounds like, you know, it sounds like related to, you know, King Kong versus Godzilla.
0: Got anything to add to that, Ryan? I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just very interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, if you look at human, human history, so if, if you even go back far enough to go uh, when they started making steel armor, so the knights were actually not that big. Uh, they were tiny people compared to now. And one of the reasons they suppose that that might be is because back then they just didn't have the food. So on average, uh, humans now do grow a few inches taller just right now. Uh, there's no reason to expect that that'll stop happening over generations as we have easy access to food, that people won't be taller uh, just over on average. Uh, because genetically, um, since we have the resources back then, back in the olden days, if you if you didn't have enough food and you, and you happen to be on the larger side, you, you had trouble because you just didn't have the resources. But now, so that favored small, short people like me, whereas uh, now if you're seven feet tall, it's no problem, you know, hitting McDonald's a few extra times. So.
2: Right, right. And, and actually uh, there's a book called Olaf, Olaf Jansen. Uh, He's one of the people that said to discover the hollow earth. And he actually said, that there were giants inside, so you know your your explanation actually has you know very it's very concrete you know it has a lot a lot of support because a guy that went to the hollow earth allegedly said that there that there's actually giant fourteen feet tall uh human beings in there and and this could be. You know what you're saying, it could be that you know this is a paradise. This is uh, everything that they need for their human for for uh, their human survival. This is all this is a this is all uh provided for them in our society, or at least in America, we have to work in order to eat. And when we work, uh we really only, you know, if we have a family, buy, you know, limited amounts of food. But this is a paradise where food, you know, I'm assuming is is there for you. And and right. And I, I bel- right. And, and your uh, your claim is actually very interesting because coincidentally is actually said to be giants inhabiting the hollow earth. So, right. So it, it could be because they the human beings like the creatures you know they they have unlimited food and you know through maybe millions or thousands of years they uh they they tended to get taller and bigger
1: do you mind if we talk about the rest of the movie i know you haven't watched the whole thing yet johnny
2: um no i haven't cuz the haven't. battle
1: scene at the end like i had some thoughts about that um the ba- the battle scene where they're fighting amidst the skyscrapers so all i could think about while i was watching this was the old game rampage because i played that in the arcade and i loved that game
2: um, it was actually a, a movie I, I think i think there's a, i think i don't know if it's related to the game but i think there's a movie with a white gorilla called yeah. Rampage. yeah 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 oh, that yeah. is
1: but that's all i could think about while i was
0: watching this fight amongst the skyscrapers like what do you think about that one ryan Oh, yeah, I totally got Rampage vibes off there, especially with the like the knocking over buildings and stuff like that. And and uh, just the just the sheer madness of it all. It, it just really brought out the, uh, the the Rampage vibes. But I think, uh, I you know, Rampage is really based off of, uh, well, pretty much owes everything to Godzilla and King Kong uh, mythology over the years. There was another one, too, that I used to play Primal Primal Rage. Oh, yeah. Uh, I used to play that one too. And it kind of reminded me of that. It was a giant monster game also. I think it was more like uh, prehistoric prehistoric uh, monsters or whatever. But, and in prehistoric times, I don't think there was any building smashing or anything like that. But, but yeah, you it know, definitely had those vibes. It's just refreshing to watch a movie
1: where you just get to enjoy some gratuitous violence without having to worry about that part of it, you know, adding up. Because <laughs> you've already accepted a giant lizard has come that can shoot laser beams out of its mouth. So at that point, you can, you know, you you can accept the fact that he's going to get his face jammed into a skyscraper. Yeah.
2: Right, yeah. right. right. I, I know I haven't seen the whole movie, but I don't think they showed the inhabitants of the Hollow Earth, did they?
0: no uh really really when it came to the hollow earth part it's at some point they do come out of it and there there aren't really any uh inhabitants shown they kind of show remnants i think there's like remnants yeah. of uh of of kong species being uh, uh the, the yeah. rulers of hollow earth more or less but they because he found he found that axe yeah, they, they, they down they there so right, right. they the suggest with, that...
2: Godzilla, with godzilla's fin the axe with uh godzilla's uh fin, right yeah. I, I think it,
1: it, yeah. It, it looked like that they were setting it up to say at one point um King Kong came from a race of uh protectors of the earth who lived in the center of the earth. They had a huge society. They had a huge battle with lizard-like creatures and maybe they're extinct, but we don't know. Uh maybe cuz they only explored a very very tiny portion of the area.
2: Right, right. They did the right. I mean, most likely in the next movie, uh, they're going to get. I mean, this is this is actually very interesting. I mean, who knew from the beginning that King Kong and Godzilla were actually even related? I mean, when you watch the two movies independently, you know who knew down the line that these creatures actually be you know related somehow? But right, I, I think that the ancestry is very interesting. That King Kong. It's not just King Kong. I mean, honestly, watching King Kong, I just thought he was just a huge gorilla on an island that had no origin. You know, I, I didn't think they were going to go deep enough as far as to venture into his origin. I thought he was just, you know, a big gorilla somehow, and they'll keep it like that. But, but you know, in King Kong uh, versus Godzilla, they're now getting into the ancestry. So King Kong is not just King Kong. He comes from a a long line of huge gorillas, or like huge ape-like monsters, and you know Godzilla is not just Godzilla. Uh, he comes from you know uh, a long line of of you know uh, tall rep- reptile-like creature, a uh, tall reptile-like creature, and like you said, that due to the axe, when King Kong went to his uh his little throne, it was an axe from one of his, I guess, uh, race with Godzilla's fin. So that's going to show, like you said, that there's most likely was a huge, a huge war. But maybe King Kong, like you said, maybe King Kong's people were the protectors of Godzilla. Because as you've seen in all the movies, Godzilla, he, he destroys. I mean, Godzilla, I don't believe, was ever really a hero. King Kong, uh, he, he showed much heroics. And I believe that, you know, maybe the, uh, the Godzilla creatures or Godzilla's race, they were, you know, they were trying to, you know, destroy the land. And, and King Kong's people was defending the land, you know, hence the axe.
1: Yeah. And you're probably not going to see in a movie a lizard type creature that they're going to make sympathetic just because they're cold-blooded or or whatever and, right, and right, right. they're going to make that the enemy no matter what in a movie if they can right. so obviously then king, <clears throat> king kong being warm-blooded he's going to be the winner as far as whether or not he's our friend but he does yeah, suppo- he is a giant as well right
2: right so, he, he he is a giant and i mean I, and i mean honestly king kong like in the fight it has is much more versatile than you know Godzilla because he has more control over his appendages I mean I mean like if you're watching a gorilla fight a lion obviously a lion you know has strong teeth uh is very strong fast but a gorilla a monkey has much more control is much more flexible is much more acrobatic and uh that's you know that's like King Kong's King Kong has like a uh, an advantage over Godzilla, you know, because at when when you know Godzilla is strong. I mean, Godzilla is probably stronger. I believe Godzilla is probably stronger than Kong. But I, I believe you know King Kong and his people. They have they they have a lot more advantages due to their flexibility and strength, and and also uh, not just pertaining a war. Well, maybe uh maybe even further down the line, maybe they used to live in harmony, you know it could be possible that maybe even further down the line, like deep, deep down the line, Godzilla's people and King Kong's people once lived in Harmony and maybe through something, you know, they it was a war. And I, I believe that's what's going to be in the next movie. I, I don't believe that that uh they was warring since the very beginning. What I believe is that they used to live in Harmony and there came a war and being, you know, how they depicted it inside King Kong versus Godzilla. I'm assuming that, that, uh that, you know, the, that uh Godzilla's people attack, you know, the, the gorilla people. And right. That I think that's how most likely, you know, how it happened, but we'll, we'll see a lot more in the next movie. And actually, if you want to know what's going to happen in the next movie, there's always good, you know, to watch the post credit scenes. Cause in like you know all the Marvel and DC movies, that's kind of how you get to find out oh, what's going to happen in the next movie. Did they have
0: a post credit scene on this one, Tim? I don't remember. I, I think I watched to the end, but I don't remember there being one.
2: Well, I mean, some. I mean, try to watch to the very very end because a lot of right, a lot of times the post credit scenes they could happen after, like 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 I said, after the credits, because they have a short credit. And so a lot of movies, they have short credits, then they have the post credit scene, then they go to the regular credits. Or sometimes they can have the full credits and then they have the post credit scene at the very end of the movie. Or you could just research it. You could just uh YouTube it. You could search it on YouTube, King Kong versus Godzilla post credit scene, and they'll show you if it was or wasn't. Because right, YouTube will always be the best place. And, to... and you also, right. You also get a lot of explanations on YouTube. Like if, if you don't really understand, uh, and like if you don't understand what it really meant, it will be someone on YouTube who's going to explain. You know the significance of the post-credit scene.
0: So uh, this is a I don't know kind of a weird time, I guess, for movies. Um, this one here came out. Uh, I don't know if the movie theaters are open in, in New York, but uh, they're not open here. Um, so I watched this one at home on a, on a rental. And uh, it's kind of, uh, I guess this movie's pretty successful. I, I, I haven't really, it's kind of hard to figure out what the kind of numbers are um, with the movies being the way that they are now, it's kind of hard to discern, like I guess the measure of success, whereas we always used to get inundated with box office numbers and dollar figures and everything like that. Now it's kind of a blend of both those dollar figures and streaming. So, uh, long long story short i I know i'm a little bit in the weeds here but uh we're hope i'm hoping to see a sequel to this movie because i think it was a lot of fun and it was just pure escapism and i think a a lot of people are going to need that right now instead of you know some of the more serious stuff that we've been seeing not that there's anything wrong with any of that stuff but just to have a big smash them up beat up movie that's kind of fun is is great once in a while and i'm hoping um uh that they have a little bit more exploration here because i think one of the more popular elements of this story was the was the Hollow Earth bit. And I'm hoping that for the sequel we kind of get into exploring that a little bit more and seeing some more of that stuff. What do you guys think?
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. I think that the Hollow Earth was a big topic. Oh uh, they they actually already had they spoke about it briefly inside uh King Kong, Skull Island and Godzilla King of the Monsters. But right, it became, you know, very prominent, like a, a huge part. You know, like they said it over and over again. Uh, of of the hollow earth theory, and I believe that right this is going to become a, a big part of the series now. And I honestly believe I told my friend that I honestly believe that they're going to integrate Pacific Reminis like I mean it's just so obvious to me. Pacific Rim uh, is is basically like Godzilla. If you watch it, the monsters they they look somewhat like Godzilla, and I believe they're going to have a you know, a three-way is going to be King Kong, Godzilla, right, and uh, Pacific Rim, right? But like, like you said, I think that uh, that that the Hollow Earth is going to be a very big part of, you know, the series of King Kong, Godzilla, whatever the next movie is going to be. Is it going to be King Kong versus Godzilla 2? I, I don't know. Is it going to be King Kong, Godzilla, Ancestry? I, I have no idea, but it's definitely going to elaborate on the Hollow Earth. Now, like more than ever.
0: Well, when they do, we're hoping that they get you as a consultant.
2: Right, right. I mean, yeah, right, right. Ho- hopefully. I I will really love that because uh because I actually been invited to 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 be on a, a documentary series on vice and was gonna discuss, you know, the hollow earth theory. Uh the lady known that I created a group and well, actually, what happened was that I have a friend called Zoe Grimwood. She was in another group and and uh I cre- and then when I created my group, I added her and i I made her admin and a director came to her inviting her to join to to start to be on the series but she was in England, so she she uh referred me that I'll I'll be a good candidate for the series, and I got interviewed, and I'm just now waiting for the producers of the series to get back to me. The to me it's not really a guarantee, uh, but yeah, I'm waiting their decision. I'm waiting for their decision. I think it's likely that I'll be on the show, and right, and uh and uh and you know and I kind of want to get my face out there because any when they see my interest, I'm hoping that anything Hollow Earth related, you know, uh, if, if I could get my name out there, if I'm on a popular network, anything Hollow Earth theory, theory related, you know, I may be a good candidate. And I was thinking that maybe in the Hollow Earth related movie, I, I could star on, you know, that's definitely uh, one of my. And I mean, and at that point, if I'm already in the movie, you know, making a fundraiser a twenty thousand fundraiser would be more like a piece of cake, but it wouldn't be as difficult as it is now. But I'll definitely have some fame after I, I, after I, you know, am on the the documentary. Well, we're certainly hoping so. That sounds like a great opportunity for this, you. This is this is pretty exciting
1: for you there. Uh, uh, and I have some thoughts. So, I don't know. Have we covered everything we're going to cover today?
0: Yeah, I think we're I think we're uh through the agenda that of the things we wanted to talk about. Yeah, um, cuz we're we're just over an hour, so we we should probably wrap up here. So, I guess uh the the only thing we haven't touched on is the last thing on the the notes that I put out there is um where can people find uh find more information on yourself and 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 Hollow
2: Earth? Well, me I'm more like an or, you know, I'm just an ordinary person who decided to venture into the Hollow Earth. Well, you could, I mean, obviously I'm not on Wikipedia or anything. Well, you could always, you know, check my Facebook and you know join my group. And if you want to know more about the Hollow Earth, I suggest that you just research it, Google it. There's plenty of like it's, it's like plenty of information out there. Everything I know about the Hollow Earth. Like, it's all from Google, it's all from YouTube, and it's all from a couple of books that I read, you know. So, it's as easy for me as it is for everyone else to, you know, research about the Hollow Earth. Just Google Hollow Earth, and I'll tell you everything you need to know.
0: So, the group, uh, the group you're, you're talking about is on Facebook, Hollow Earth Discovery?
2: Right, no, it's called Hollow Earth now. It was, when I first created it for the first several months, it was called Hollow Earth Discovery, but I changed the name. But right now it's called hollow it's called hollow worth yeah and and yeah, that's the name of the group okay so we'll we'll make sure we
1: post those links in our uh notes on the on the page for this podcast, and uh if you didn't catch that, you can check it there
2: right, right i'll I'll definitely do that
1: um okay, well, wh- why don't we wrap up here uh Johnny don't don't hang up on us we're We're gonna talk after we're done recording here, but I think I think that's a wrap
0: for our podcast. It is. Well, thank you very much for coming on. It was great to talk to you and, uh, and to get a little bit of insight into what Harlow Earth is all about, besides learning it secondhand from a, from a giant monster movie. So it's, uh, thank you very much again. And, uh, we hope to hear back from you and all the best to you. Thanks.
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been great talking to you. Actually, this is, I'm, I'm really inter- interested in this, in this topic right now.
2: Right. Thanks. Thank, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. You know, I'm always, I'm, I'm very interested in, uh, And joining, you know, any podcast, any video, you know, to get my name out there to become a part of something. Because in this Hollow Earth thing, my goal is to to get my name out there and become a part of something, you know, and gain a bigger name. So my name could be a staple on the Hollow Earth theory.
1: Well, we'll see what we can do to make that happen.
2: Right. Yes, sir.
1: All right. Well, as always, it's been a slice. Yeah, it's been a slice. We'll talk to you next week or whenever you listen next.
0: No, no, I it's uh yeah it's a long <laughs> long it's a really long drive. I I haven't done it. There's a couple places if you look up north um, a couple years ago I was going to go